Mike Track 1212. You are now tuned in to the MD Podcast, episode six. And I got a special guest tonight, man, before I even get started. Um, when I first moved out to San Diego, I didn't really I didn't really know too many hip-hop heads and hip-hop promoters out here who would show me love. And he was one of the first ones who would like interview me and put it on this platform. Or if I had a show at the observatory, he would just like take pictures of me. Um, always kept it real, always ran into him at events, always showed me love, you know what I'm saying? Um, with no other than San Diego's very own Joey Dixon, what up? He goes by the GOAT, what's happening, my boy? Joey, thanks for making time, I appreciate you, bro. Oh man, I'd only do this for you, man. I know you're a busy guy, I know your time's limited, and we got a lot of ground to cover, so we're gonna get to it, alright? First we of sound all, good. Man. We good. Everything yeah, we good. good. Sound live. Everything sound good. You sound crispy. All right, all Thank right. you so much. So Sir. one of the one of the first things I always ask my guests is, um, I think family and where you come from plays a big part of who we become and the direction of life we take. You know. So I just wanted to ask, where were you born, bro? Yeah, I was. Um, I was born in San Jose, but my. My father's from Ohio and my mom's from Texas, so we kind of got like a Midwest down south um, uh, growing up. But um, I kind of grew up in the West Coast. My pops was in the military. I spent a couple years in Germany. I moved to about San Diego when I was about about five or six. I've been here mm -hmm. since then. And you were born where? What city? San Jose in the Bay. Oh, you spent some time in the Bay. Wow. Uh, where they, Do you where, where they where they go hiking and dumb at? <laughs> Do you remember a lot about the bay? No, I didn't. Um, I was like I said, I was just born there. I was young. That was in the military, so we kind of bounced around from Georgia to Kentucky. Um, I spent some time overseas, <laughs> and until um, we came back to the states mm -hmm. when I was about six or seven, and we moved to Esco for about a year. And then I moved to San Diego when I was about seven or eight. So my whole schooling was, you know, um, based in San Diego, pretty much. Like I went to Zamorano, Paradise Hills. I went to Bell. And, um, you know, that's predominantly like, you know, the 55 East, you know, you know Paradise Hills. Woo -woo. So you, you came here in the early 90s? You would say early 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, was it the early 90s? Yeah, it might have been like 90. Yeah, about 91, 92. Yeah, my, yeah. my pops had a baby, my little brother. Um, you know, shout out to Shaq. And then, what up, Shaq? Um, yeah, we moved to moved to San Diego. And then, uh, yeah, we here. But well, I traveled a lot, so, you know, I got family in different places. Mm -hmm. You know, my all, all my dad's side of the family's in Ohio. My mom's side is in Texas and L.A. and... Uh, Memphis and Mississippi so that's why I traveled a lot you know what I mean I always got people in different spots that I can tap in with so but it, immediate family nah it was just kind of just like me and my, my brothers and my sister um you think the fact that your family is from so many places and you also moved around how much of that this how much of that this influence you in your music does that influence your style at all, production or lyricism? Yeah, it does. Like, uh, as far as like 
my production, I kind of grew up on like Jake Dilla and Wu-Tang, the RZA. You know, that's East Coast. Uh, Jake Dilla's from, I think, Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Gangstar, DJ Premier was one of my favorites. And a lot of people don't know that DJ Premier is from Houston. Everybody Because yeah. Guru, a New York nigga, got the New York swag, but... You know, I kind of grew up on the Chopped and Screwed, uh, DJ Mo, rest in peace, DJ Screw. So, yeah, I had different influences. Kanye is one of my favorite producers. As you know, he's Midwest. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so my it's like a melting pot as far as the production and as far as the lyrics and stuff. I'm just a goat. You know, I'll put that together myself. And that don't really come from too. You, well, I, I take that back. I kind of credit, like, like Jay Z was my favorite, uh, Cameron, mm-hmm. um, you know the early Dipset movement. Um, DMX was like a big influence on me. Um, yes, the Rough Riders. See, I, I went to that Hard Knock Life tour in ninety six. You did ninety six, yeah, ninety six. Met the man and Red Man was flying on the thing. <laughs> like that was the craziest shit to me. Like I was twelve years old, so like to experience that, that's where I kind of got my my like my 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 foot in the game like like I wanted to be like not even like wanted to be like that but I'm like okay Method Man was like the truth you know what I mean Red Man they was different you know but not to take nothing away from the West Coast because I was always a fan of DJ Quick because he was you know a producer and he had bars too but he could you know he was witty with Sugar Free was one of my greats um I credit Sideways Entertainment Beta and them I kind of went to school with them but they're you know they're from San Diego but they branched out so like I got a melting pot of like so many different influences and I you know and I I have no problem saying that's where you know I got that sound from you know or even if it's a sound but just like you know the the sampling the the records like the raucous records and the 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 Butch Cassidy's on the west coast you know I, people are like, what is this guy talking about? But these are like legendary producers that I actually got to meet and that yeah. I'm like thankful for, you know, Snoop and, you know, Young Drum and T.I. and even uh, Pastor Troy and Outkast and Goody Mob Legend family. <clears throat> All of them down down south is like, you know, a lot of the, like, that's where trap music originated from, but they weren't like the trap wave like it is now, but they were like really trap wave. Yeah, I'm a melting pot of everything. I don't uh, consider myself like a West Coast I'm a, I'm a musician. You know, I can make beats for, you know, you want. Down South, pop, EDM. I don't limit myself, so. Now, as far as, like, your recollections of hip-hop, like, what was the first song you heard, hip-hop-wise? You're like, oh, shit. What was the first hip-hop song you heard out here? And how old were you? Man. How old were you? And what was the first shit you heard? Oh, man. I can't even say what was the... Look, this is going to fuck you yeah. up. Can I yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. My, my mom <coughs> and my dad, they're like, you know, from the 60s and 70s. So they were on mm-hmm. the Soul Train line and, you know, doing all that. So Jody Watley, which is like a, a world-famous mm-hmm. R&B singer, and Keith Sweat, like, I was more hip to, like, the R&B and stuff because they used to just play it all the time. So when it came to hip-hop, um, my earliest recollection, I would have to say, was, like, EPMD nice. 
or um, who else? Uh, Chuck D, Public Enemy. Um, I'm trying to think back. I remember seeing like uh, African Bombada and stuff like that. And um, I grew up. I'm, I'm I'm like the basement era, Big mm-hmm. Ticket. Like that. That's my era. So Jermaine Dupree was a big influence on me. Like Jermaine, they don't give Jermaine Dupree enough credit. You know, he put Usher out and Mariah Carey. When I seen him do his thing, I'm like, well, he raps and he makes beats and he makes all. This, you know what I mean? So it's like. Sheesh. The very first album I ever bought was Heart <laughs> That's what that, that was it. I think that I think that was the I think that's what really made me pay attention to here. What's your top two songs? Song like, like I know. What's your top two songs in the Hard Knock Life? Top two. Um The one with Memphis Bleak coming uh-huh. to age for sure. Coming of age for <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> what up? One more, one more, I one mean, more, uh, one more. Just dang. two. I kind of, I, I kind of low key want to run it back. This is a two parter. Um, she's one more. The hard knock life. When I heard that Annie sample, that's what. It, like, I was like, what is this? Well, like, there's some crazy. Uh, I think Reservoir woo! Dogs is on there too. That's a is that yeah, is Reservoir Dogs yeah, on there? Or yeah. Is that, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, they was going crazy with the locks on there. That was that was a um, that's classic. What? Yeah, I was like, I wanted to say Reservoir Dogs, but I was like, dang, they're gonna chew me. Nah, I still think that might have been on volume two. No, volume two. Yeah, yeah, okay. with the deep with money cash. Yeah, yeah, shows okay, with okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that one too. Um, the one with uh, jazz on there. I'm I'm drawing the blank. You know, I when I get to like early J albums, uh, Reasonable Doubt just is all them cashmere thoughts and like the first the first three albums did it for me. See, I didn't hear Volume One or Reasonable Doubt in Volume One till after I heard Volume Two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait a minute, you got Foxy Brown, <laughs> all this other, you know what I mean? And then that's how I fell in love with Nas and like, yeah. So no way. Even before that, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. See, I, see, the Nauseomatic album. <laughs> What's your top three on that? Because that came. Out, What's your top three on that shit? Uh, New York State of Mind. Um, the world is yours. Aight, aight, aight. And good answers. Good answers. These are good answers. I'm, trying, I'm looking at the track list. It's only like nine songs. It's like what ten songs on there. It ain't hard to tell. It ain't hard to. No, what's the one that he said? The one he started off with. He's talking to jungle and shit. It ain't hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. It ain't hard to. What, did I, I said it, it ain't hard to tell. Okay. New York State of Mind. And I'm missing one. The world is that yours. whole album was fire. Yeah, the whole. I can't remember the other song titles because they were. Like my train of thought on that album is like crazy, but Large Professor helped produce that project. He was one of my favorite. Uh, DITC, the the, the um, Sean Price, all those guys, man. Duck Down Productions, Rockets Records, like like I want all of them to hear this interview. Like I grew up in the Carol <laughs> Monch and all that. Like like so I can't even really say, but I just wasn't hip enough to know you know who these artists were I just used to hear it 
I used to go buy the tapes. You remember when they used to have the warehouse? Hell yeah. Yeah, so you know, every Tuesday the records would new new tapes would drop. <laughs> so I would say and they would be and if you bought the tape, <clears throat> the tape would be eight ninety nine and it would come out to like nine sixty eight after tax. So I skip school every Tuesday. <laughs> Literally, Ooh, I would skip school, school to go get the good tapes. Times, like, yeah, like right, right off. Of, I think was that uh, off of Plaza. Yeah, right where the IHOP and that shit. Lady, yeah. So uh-huh. I would, and I would go get the tapes. And my dad, and my dad was a big uh, NWA uh, fan, Ice Cube, Snoop. So Ice Cube has always been one of my uh, big influences. And I got to meet him. Uh, no way, you know do some stuff with him shout out to blessed on the street preacher because uh without him kind of my career was like he taught me a lot and he kind of took me under his under his wing you know so a san diego legend so shout out to blessed on the street preacher he was uh doing his thing in mexico like i'm 17 16 17 years old yeah yeah and he you know dj big daddy shout out dj big daddy and tommy t from the funny farm they used to do the uh the funny jokes on the radio in the morning so they kind of like put me on and made me part of the team and uh right. the SET you know that's 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 the San Diego you know San Diego music is a little different for me um I didn't grow up in that 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 culture like that listening to like you know what I mean like the San Diego legends are like you can reach out and touch them you know what I mean but they're worldwide but I was running around doing my own thing, so like shout out to Issei, you know, that's one of my guys. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a I'm a Melton Potter, all kinds of crazy stuff, and the best album of all time is still Blackout. <laughs> tight, tight. The Black album. So- and and Blackout too. <laughs> yeah. And Nas. Yo. So Joey, your teenage years come around, right? High school years. What was the first attempts in hip hop? As far as like, did you? When was the first time? How old were you when you first wrote rhymes? When you started writing rhymes? Uh, how, how old so were you? I was, and this is going to be a crazy ass story too. Mm-hmm. So I was like maybe in the seventh grade. Tie, 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 You started young. You started young. You started young. Yeah, good. yeah. No, nah, but it's crazy though. I'm gonna tell you a crazy good. story though. <laughs> my, my, my boy, like I was listening to him. My dad was always playing fucking, I was listening to NWA and Show Chop and Ice Cube and all that. But one day my my best friend Damien and uh, my other friend uh, Will, they were like, we were all hanging out. We grew up in Paradise Hills by Two Story McDonald's. So I come outside my pad and they're like at my picnic table, like rapping. I'm like, what songs are these? Are you guys rapping? They're like, we're freestyling. Uh-huh. And like my bro Will, like he was so with me. like, bro. I'm telling you, he was like, he used to listen to the hieroglyphics and shit like that at like ten and eleven dumb, years dumb, old. Dumb, so dumb, he's dumb. he's rapping like this at fucking ten and eleven, watching like hanging out with Peter Smollett doing skateboard videos. Like we was really tapped out. I didn't know. So they're rapping and they're like, I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, we freestyling. And they kicking these. I'm like, oh, I, I, I gotta do this, right? So, you know me, I'm, I was trash. Like the first two, three weeks, like, but I was excited by it. I was like, this uh-huh. shit is different. Like, I was more yeah. into sports. You know what I mean? Like, I was always playing baseball and basketball and <laughs> football and all that other shit. But when they start freestyling, I was like, oh, this is different. 
I'm like, so what? You come up with the words and this, you know, the similes. And like, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, so y'all don't write none of this shit. Like, nah, mm-hmm. you just come up with it. I'm like, oh, so you have to know, you have to have knowledge and understand words and concepts and shit. I'm like, all right. So I was like, now nah, I gotta read books and you know, pick up on world geographies and different. You know what I mean? It's like, cause you want to be the best. So you gotta hit some, you gotta hit them with some shit. Like I start hitting them with Italian uh, pasta, <laughs> but like because Rayquan was, yeah, like a mobility, Ghostface and all that. So like the wordplay. Yeah. Shout out to Ghostface. Supreme clientele is my favorite album of all time. I'm sorry. Yup, yup. But um, yeah, it was like like freestyling yes. and just like hearing people and then battling. So I started uh, I started writing. I was like, okay, if, if y'all doing these sixteen bar setups like that, I could kill them off with something nice. And was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, are oh, you cheating? Like, right? I was like, all right. But once I once I got the concept of how bars were structured, that shit was light. It was easy. Yeah. So at a young age, so once I figured that out, I like writing was easy to me. I could like freestyling. That's why I don't like really respect a lot of these artists now. Like, like oh, we don't freestyle. Oh, okay. Well, I do. And that's a, <laughs> and, and, and and it's a trait. Like, you oh, know what shit. I mean? It's a, it's oh, a skill. Shit. It's like a yeah. it's a um it's a special power. Definitely. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like you 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 see like you know when you pull up to a function, <laughs> you know, you, you got your guys over there and you got your guys you're just gonna watch and you're like, oh nah, watch out. I'm I'm coming in hot. And, and you just want to like practice and practice and get better and better and better and better. I'm one of the nicest freestylers around all the time. Oh, um, Joey. So, around how old were you when you started making beats? I was about old enough to figure out that I could record music. Which was about sixteen. Nice, or bro. You started young. Hey, 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 Joey! Congratulations to you for starting young. Word up. Well, Word here's up. The, here's here's the thing. Word up. Here's the Word thing. Up. I couldn't. I respect that. I, I respect didn't, that I, a lot. In in these times, so like this was like what um, ninety nine. I'm yeah. This is about the time that I'm getting ready to graduate. So about two thousand three. But I forgot to yeah. tell the story about me almost getting thrown in jail for writing terrorist bars on 9-11. Oh, man. For reals? Crazy story, right? So, I got to tell this. Bro, this is wild. After <laughs> I leave school, ninth grade, you know, <laughs> our school goes from seven to nine. So, Pops is like, nah, you're not going to Morris, bruh. You're going to Georgia to go hang out with your family. We're all going. I'm like, what? <laughs> Boom! I bumped into some dudes out there. They're on a different level, so I was like, "Oh, I gotta be nice like them." So in class, first first week September, I'm in there writing <laughs> dumb, crazy. I'll blow shit up, and the teacher's like, "What are you doing, bro?" I'm like, "Minding my business. Leave me alone." Like I'm mad. I don't want to be out here anyway. Right? Georgia, they don't play that shit. Boom! Dude takes my notebook. 
he opens it up. He's like, oh, these bars are heinous. You're talking about, and mind you, this is around the time that Eminem is out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm you're, you're, you're yeah. writing some wild shit. You're writing this is the crazy. Marshall Mathers LP, <laughs> that out, era. right? That era. Sound, sound bombing. We talking oh, like man. 2000, yeah, 2000. Did you just say sound bombing? Bro, that's the, Did that's you just the greatest. Say- Yes. Um, bro, yes. I know that album. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Word for word. <laughs> everybody the- tuning in. I just want to let you know if you're a hip hop head that knows about sound bombing, oh you're official. Word up, man, because that changed my life, man. That yeah. album, I was like, it blew my mind into a whole Which one? Part one or part two? I like the one with uh, Dilated and Eminem on the Bro, same cover so, when they were drawn. So, 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 look, check this out. That's my that favorite was, song. That was one, right? Oh, was that, uh, that no, that one? was uh, right next with, with Dilated? I my level to zero. Where, where Alchemist is... The one where they were drawn as yeah. like a comic. They look like comic books in the cover. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that the one, right? Dope. Yeah, that, that song is called Right and Exact. That's my favorite. Alchemist is my favorite producer. That's what, like, really made me want to be a producer because he was on some more dirty drums and he was using records. That's when I started catching on the records. Mm-hmm. That's when I, that's how I really started producing um, beats. I would buy like records. Around, you were on 16, 17, or how old were you when you started uh, making beats? When Sound Bombing came out in 2001, when okay. The when the fucking principal took my notebook and uh, took it into the office wow. and said, "Oh, these are terrorist threats." And then the first airplane crashed into the twin towers. Yeah, yeah. That's two thousand one. Yeah. Yep. And that uh, that was the first week of school, nine eleven. And that's when you started making beats. No, that's when I started writing like music, music okay. for real, for real. That's when I was like, I made the transition because I couldn't go nowhere after that. I was suspended for the rest of the year. But as far as really getting into the beats and equipment, like when did you really start fucking with that, bro? Like production. Yeah, to, the, that that same week. <laughs> that same week. That wow. same week because I couldn't go nowhere, so my wow. dad was always taking me to the store, so I would buy records. So, so I would play the records, and I would and I would find the spots, and I'd make break beats and do like that. So then once once I, I was always like, so I got a computer. And then I started chopping the samples. And then they came out with like Fruity Loops or something or Reasons the year after that. And then I started using that. Once that shit came out, oh, it was over. <clears throat> it was over. So at like 17, I'm making beats. <laughs> I really wasn't that, really wasn't like too great with it, but I was, I was getting it. And then I was like, okay, well, I got this. I can't find no studios. Like at the time, they were charging like two hundred dollars an hour for studio time. For I was real? Like, well, I go. Hell yeah! Back then they were. Wow. Fuck yeah! Yeah, there wasn't there. See, that's it. That's the what. That's how the music industry changed when everybody started having access to studios, and niggas start just getting a laptop and a fucking microphone. And then that that took the value down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I couldn't get. I wasn't about to spend all that money, but I created a, a revenue stream because now I'm recording artists. So right. by the time I'm 19, I'm producing and recording artists. Hi, right. congrats, yo, Joey, man, Matt Props, bro. 
Mad props. Yeah, people don't even know this shit. But if you if you go back on the timeline, Mad props. I'm, I'm yeah, I was I was working. But by, by the time I turned 21, I had already had a song on the radio that I produced and recorded all on my own and had distribution and all of that other shit. So what was that song on the radio? What was that song? That, that a buzzing. I hate that song. Well, why? Why? Why do you hate? Because that? I just. I wasn't like I wasn't with the commercial shit. Like I didn't like at that time you had like Nelly and well this yeah about 2001 you had Nelly and uh who else was out fucking Missy and shit. Timberland kind of helped me too like with the drums and shit. But you know you remember how that era was like around the 2000 when everything changed from like boom bap to like yeah. real commercial. I wasn't really with the the whole setup scheme, like I want to rap 32 bars straight <laughs> on a song. Yeah. So when I had to break it down to 16 bars in a hook, and then I was like, all right, fuck it. So um, I was uh, like, like I said, shout out to Blood with the DJ from uh, at the time. I think it was Z90 uh, or some shit. Yeah, it was Z90 with the purple thing. And he was like, yo, you got to make a record and you got to make a, a DJ pack and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so once I figured all that shit, I was like, all right. But I hated this one. <laughs> and I used to perform it in Mexico every, I would open up for E40. For real? Mouth, How, old were you? How old were yeah. you? How old were you when this uh, happened? Bro, when you were I was literally, I think I had just turned 21. Yeah, I might even no. Nah, I was a little bit younger than that because I wasn't old enough to drink in the states. But I was promoting that club, Mystery right, in Mexico. Right, right, right. And um, <laughs> so we would sell like a hundred tickets. And, like, we <laughs> was grind. wild. The grind. We didn't know what we were doing, but like, but I, I had like artists and shit. Like I had a full ass label at like twenty twenty one, and putting records up. But I hated that song. I will never. I'm I'm looking at it right now. I just got my computer back and shit, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I would never perform that song ever again in my life. So, Joey, how many years in the business now? How many years have you been in this business? For reals, though, like, like really nonstop, Brian. Uh, how how like what year did you really think? At what age did you really start taking it seriously? Like, you know, like all right, I'm down. Let's do it. You know, like um, like really when, they, when DJ. Mm -hmm. I think I think when I was like 21, yeah, because I was linked, I was linked in with you know you had Dream Street going on at the time, yeah, you had um, what other uh, like Ocean Beach, so it was like all these like the Oracles and the, all these guys, uh, Smoke Break, shout out to Smoke Break, yeah. I went to school with uh, my boy James and shit, so they were like they were really out there. So around that time, I said about 21. I really like start taking the music because I was like already in the promotion and shit. So I was <clears throat> tapping in. But by the time I was 21, I was like, okay, yeah, this is it. And I started getting in the studio. Shout out to Godson, uh, Dre from Full Clip. They were like mentors to me. Uh, shout out to DNA Forensics. They kind of like, these were studio owners at the time. So they were older than me. Mm -hmm. So they, they uh they allowed me to come in their studios i'd be in that motherfucker for weeks at a time they're like you all right like just let me go and that's, so, that's yeah, awesome I, I, I said yeah i said about about 20 i mean 
I was I was younger than that. I was doing it, but that's when it started to be lucrative, and I was um, on a different wave, and I started getting looked at from different people, labels, and um, I produced a record for Killer Priest, I think, at 22. What's the name of that joint? Um, let me think about it. Um, bigger than us. Hi, is can we find that anywhere in YouTube or? Anywhere? Yeah, it's a, it's a, <coughs> it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Um, so it's on all. It's on. It's it's worldwide, and that that's been spinning um, for years. So, like that was my first big thing, um, and then I started working with the Federation. Um, the dudes that do eighteen dummy. You go eight. Yeah. You know the hyphy shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was always, I was always kind of like, like my beats were like wild and up tempo, so I kind of always have some stuff like that. And um, I got my boy Kaden Mac on the track, so I was like, I wasn't even like trying to get features and be on songs with him. I was more trying to like produce uh, records and get my homies on them so they could get shine and stuff like that and put projects together. That's how I linked up with uh, Paper Pat, my, like my best friend, and then. Um, I said by the time I linked up with Paper Pat, yeah, he, I was about 22, he was about 18. We, it was over from there. That's a Paper Pat. Mad respect. Joey, do you ever think about the people that helped you in your life and become so grateful? Like, wow, like I met these people and helped me up, you know, helped me out in the beginnings. And like, you ever become like thankful and grateful for them? Like, wow, you know, they're blessings, right? Uh, I'm always thankful. They're, they're, um, and I'm still good. I'm still. Uh, very tight with those people to this day good you know, uh you have relationships that fizzle out and you know the industry is a um there's there's the music industry and then there's music business you know the going to a studio and recording songs is different from the actual business side of it and i'm yeah. thankful to have a lot of people kind of like show me the ropes and i yeah. kind of read between the lines i didn't really ask too many questions i would take the game that was given to me and be like okay motherfuckers didn't have to tell me you know they didn't have to tell me they're like okay i'll come to the shows i'm promoting i'm rapping i'm networking you know what i mean so yeah i'm very thankful uh like i said shout out to dna forensics shout out to blessed on the street preacher shout out to um godson shout out to uh shout out to jay watt um, I learned a lot of a lot of things from these people. I, I taught myself a lot too, but I'm never naive to the fact to uh, soak up information. And so I'm very thankful for the people that. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Joey, that's my bad. It got cut. All right, we'll take it back. So, Joey, as far as, like, capturing your last 72 hours in your life and to put that into bars, that process has been working for you, right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, my write, my writing process is... So, like, I'm about to get off this interview and go to the studio right now. And... <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and, like, <laughs> drop the whole... I just did an interview bar. My, my guy, Marlon Diggs, 
He's got the hottest new radio station on Apple Music right now. Put some respect on my guy's name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and, you. And, 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 and then I'm going to cram that into like a two-bar setup before I get to talking about like my Taco El Gordos or some mm-hmm. wild shit or something. Like, or a drive-in movie theater or something. You know, whatever the concept <laughs> is. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's, you know, like, like E-40, you know what I mean? He's always talking that, that, that shit, that fly shit. That's fucking dope, dude. So yeah, yeah. let's talk about the album, man. Go talk, yo. I got it. The go. Let's let's talk about it. What's the inspiration behind it? What's what made you make what what made you title this? You know, the go talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was put in an unfortunate situation in January, right? Where I had to uh, sit down and do some some jail time, right? And it gave me some time to think and reflect. And um, it just, you know, I, I, a lot of things I was really taking, not really taking for granted, but like, I, I put myself in a position to be one of the greatest of all times that at least one of the five things I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm definitely one of the, I'm, I'm top five rappers in, in, in my generation mm-hmm. as far as like, like spitters, like, we talking about like people that we grew up with and shit like that. So um, I've been I've been putting out hot albums and hot tracks and shit like that. But this one, um, I just wanted to just like just go different. Like not necessarily like a lot of the songs aren't even like full songs. They're like a minute and a half long. I said what I said and I'm out of here. I'm, let's go to the next one. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly. I mean? like, for real though. For real. Yeah. Cause I used to I used to do like fucking three hundred bars and shit after I don't want to sit there and listen to that shit like that shit is annoying sitting there right you know what I mean and and here's the secret I I ain't tell nobody this this is uh-huh. exclusive right here yes go write. go say it go talk I didn't write one single lyric for it for real I freestyle everything. It was off tops. I mean, like you said, everything was like based off of like the last seventy-two hours of my life, or you yep, know, maybe yep. a week. So when I came home, like the COVID shit was going on. So like, I, right? I went, I went to jail from January eighteenth till uh, May something. So the COVID shit hit like real hard. So when I came home, everybody was on quarantine. I was like, huh? I'm outside. So. We got a studio in Vegas, so I flew straight to Vegas. Dropped the yeah. album, the, you know, shot videos, the video out, the slides on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that the videos out is called Slides On. It's on YouTube. It's on. That was the inspiration to my guy Sushi, which is one of. Uh, he's like. Uh, I, I don't even want to call him my management because he's like a good friend, but uh, he works with Young Bach Entertainment. But oh, this fool. This fool will perform with his slides on. <laughs> uh huh. So, so this. Joey, sorry about that. <laughs> My bad. All right. 
so we're gonna take it from here so joey out of the whole aspect of the whole game right like what do you enjoy the most do you enjoy being an artist writing rhymes or do you enjoy producing which one do you find more uh, fulfilling for you um i like producing it just takes more time yeah yeah um when i when i hear a beat i already like i got the concept in my head i know what i'm gonna say I try to keep everything relevant to my life. Um, things that happened in the last 72 hours. <laughs> that's that's my uh, secret weapon. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really like fabricate too much stuff. I might exaggerate some bars and stuff. But who doesn't? <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm 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 confident in in my work as a writer. But um, producing is a little bit more challenging. And I get a little bit more fulfillment out of uh, a beat when I hear it. I'm like, that's crazy because I made that from scratch. I definitely had to say producer. Tight. And around what age did you start getting into videography, bro? When did you start making music videos, dude? Like, when did that happen? That's uh, a whole. That's a whole other layer. That's a whole other layer of Joey Dixon right there. That's a whole other thing. It was a whole nother thing, bro. That's a whole nother thing. Wow, what the fuck? I was like, damn, this one does everything. Like so 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 at the time, I'm promoting it like S6 and going on tours of South by Southwest. And um I have a I have a team. You know, I'm very team oriented. We may not all be on the same label or whatever, but I'm a team player, so uh I figure like we needed something else like because videographers and like photography that's just not easy bro like people just expect you to just take pictures and direct videos and just have that shit out the next day like that shit is like time consuming um i had to learn that shit put that shit together um and i'd say i was probably about shit maybe about when my joy dixon tv started in 2014, 15. Yeah, I shot a video for Young Dro. Uh, me and Paper Pat did our, we did our own, like, we shot our own shit. So it was like, we were learning. Uh, and I was like, well, shit, this could be lucrative. And a lot of the camera guys didn't fuck with me, you know, how, for whatever, you know, niggas jealous or weird and don't get no pussy or vicious. And they just want to act like they didn't want to, like, fuck with me. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Well, shout out to Uncle Luda. That's my guy. He used to shoot all my videos. But I was like, you know what? Oh, y'all think y'all cool because y'all got a camera? Look, my bum ass went and bought a a fucking camera from Walmart for, like, 200, 300 bucks. Traveling the world, shooting videos and doing interviews. I'm like, it's this easy. Right, 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 right. Even when I bumped, like when I started doing stuff with you, I had I had upgraded, like by then. That was only like a year after that, because people were like, "Oh shit!" They already knew me from doing the clubs and you know the shows and shit. So they were like, "Oh, we can get him a package deal. We can turn up, and get the videos, you know." So I would put little clips together and shit like that. So that shit was easy. That was just like I never really intended to like do films and shit like that I always wanted to just like be in films and 
like being videos and stuff like that. But it, situation where some movie opportunities came around and it was just a like a lot of you know I don't feel on it because it is what it is and I'm happy for everyone that was that got the opportunity but it was like I kind of got like blackballed out of it so it was kind of like all right I can go do the same thing but I could do it in the same a different lane you know what I mean I'll do anything I see we 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 pull up with Kevin Gates and little Boosies and all these these little bow wows and all these big artists. Why not get the interviews and booking them for the shows, right? Exactly. And do it myself. I'm I'm not against putting the, the footwork in. I get more kudos for that. So Joey, what are your top three tips for upcoming uh you know, upcoming entrepreneurs who want to do it all and who want to have a couple businesses that they juggle, like photography, videography, or producing, like, what are your tips for them on the come up? Like, for the younger generation, like, top three tips that they should do for their business. What do you think it is? Um, let me give you the politically correct answer for that. Um, <laughs> keep creating content. Just keep putting content out. Um, everyone has an opinion. Someone's not gonna like your stuff. More people are probably gonna like it. Um, you could shoot a video for Jesus. They're gonna be like, "Why Jesus' hair look like that?" You know what I mean? <laughs> that that's out of your control. That's nothing. You can, like you didn't get paid to style Jesus' hair. Like, shout out to Jesus though <laughs> and his hairstylist. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. just just keep creating content. Keep, you know, um, rock with your supporters. People that rock with you, rock with them heavy. Don't, don't focus on, like, the naysayers and yeah. the negative people. Because they, they can't see it in themselves. Like, people are good at being number two. I'm number one. Across <laughs> the board. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, like, that's yeah, what I yeah, want yeah. to do. Who wants to yeah. settle for second place? Like, I don't want to get no silver medal, no participation <laughs> trophy. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> I want the champagne <laughs> splash. Fuck all this. <laughs> what? So you don't get no <laughs> party for coming in second place? <laughs> <laughs> Joey, yeah. what, are, what are the top three don'ts? The top three don'ts for the upcoming businessmen and artists and entrepreneurs, what are the top three don'ts, you know, that they shouldn't do in this business? Don't piss off Joey Dixon. <laughs> that's number All one. Right. Um, All right. nah, um, yeah, that's one, two, and three. Uh, <laughs> shit. Don't entertain negativity. Like I was telling like when I do um, media and interviews and stuff like that, it's many <laughs> different, like, situations and good and bad and people want to highlight that stuff we don't, we don't shed light on that so don't really focus on the negativity um, you'll get amen, more amen. cool point. you get more cool points on on, on taking the high road in, in my opinion amen. Uh, I don't, I don't if, if I uh, answer to all my critics I wouldn't be who I am I mean it's, what the fuck do they do yeah. Man, you're giving me giving me great content, Joey. Man, much love, bro. It's so so yeah, much great man. content here, dope. Um, 
Joey, as far as like your confidence and belief in yourself, man, I was talking to you earlier. I was like, bro, like, like I respect it. It's inspiring because you're fearless in your hustle. Like Joey does what he wants. And what I respect the most is, man, you'd be flying in and out of the city, man. Like I'd be like looking at Joey, like, yo, like he'd be shooting videos in Miami, Vegas, like. So when they listen to the new album, Go Talk, everything that you're saying in these bars, I'm like, yup, he ain't lying. <laughs> and I respect that so much because I know like, yo, he's not lying. Like that's for real. And um, I respect that a lot. I think that's awesome because even if it's real, it still rhymes and the beat still slaps, but it's real too though. Like, it's, it's, inter not, it's entertaining. He's not, he's not lying, you know? So. I, where do you get um, how do you get inspired to write your, like I like how you said uh, the, la the last 72 hours you try to capture that huh like the last 72 hours of your day you try to capture that right like 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 here's the crazy part that's 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 interesting so watch this watch this right so as soon as I get off the phone with you I'm about to go straight to the studio so yeah I'm, I'm gonna drop a song so now I'm gonna talk yeah. about doing interviews and you know what I mean and and kind of like swag that out you know I might throw a Marlon D reference and <laughs> some, you know we, he, my, my man's is on Apple music right now put some respect on my guy you know like and, and cram that into like a, a two-bar setup and just go that would be lovely man Ladies and gents, forgive us for the technical difficulties. That's my bad. So, Joey, let's take it back to the Go Talk. So, right? 13 joints in the record, right? Is it 13 songs? Is it 13? Uh, I believe it's 13 songs on that. Uh, it's, it's, it's 13 on there. It yeah. Like 600 songs created for the whole album. <laughs> what are the top three singles you're pushing right now to the, to the, uh, to the masses? <laughs> is out right now that's the title track um that's the first song um it's kind of a play on my gushi 498 the fam uh he used to perform in his slides in the club he's a big club promoter in uh, la and he used to plug me in with all the shows and stuff and he performed with his, his slides on so uh i got my slides on in the vip she want to smoke i gave her horny goat with flows of a stimulus which means I'm 1K and some change. You know, because your stimulus check was 1K and some change. <laughs> and I don't know if they caught that, but uh, accountability one, accountability two. Uh, yep. Videos for that should be, I might have to reshoot the videos over. Uh, Why? I don't know. Some technical difficulties, uh, people that I had shoot it. Uh, I don't know. Word, word. Just all good. Yeah, it's just sometimes you like you, you can make things a little bigger and better. Like we were just trying to like improvise, but um, I still I want to make everything look right from here on out. So uh, we're, we're, we'll probably drop uh, accountability next week. I'm probably gonna shoot it actually tomorrow, so it should be out in the next week or two. But accountability one and two will be like uh, it'll be a, like a short film almost. Nice. Cause it's kind of, kind of like an ode to um, 
relationships and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I like touching on all topics. You know, from a from a man's perspective, you know, uh, toxic toxicity. Like I talk about toxic shit on the album a lot. Uh, you know, relationships could be very toxic. You know what nice. I mean? And, um, people Word. don't understand as as men like shit we we have feelings and emotions i'm light-skinned i'm sensitive as fuck so, uh, yeah. Fuck, yeah fuck all that shit right right like, what you you said what about my mama uh i'm not coming to no more thanksgivings <laughs> so joey what's going on with the cool kids podcast when are you dropping the episodes uh for the cool kids podcast uh well, I dropped one the other night. Nice. Uh, and they flagged it because I didn't. Uh, I got. I, I'm reckless with the with my shit. You know what I, mean? I, I I got a pipe down. I didn't know there was rules and regulations and things you couldn't say. So, oh, this is a little different from my. Yeah, yeah, a little different. Look, look, here's here's look. This is so wild. I was doing podcasts via UStream, 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah, the streams are still up. I we remember. were we were doing them every night. I remember. We were yep. doing them every that night. Was, we were doing. Yeah. He was saying you were staying we were busy. Doing them. Bro, we didn't. I didn't know nothing. I didn't know that that was podcast. <laughs> you know, and, um, we would have people tuned in from all across the world, bro. Like San Francisco, Germany, Real, and like right? the people, like. They would tune in every night and like we'd just be like five. We'd be in the studio creating new music. Shout out to Kenny Vick. Uh, rest in peace. You know, he was there. We putting his project together right now. Um, it was just a lot going on. Um, I don't want to jump off the topic, but sheesh, man. Um <laughs> so Joey, man, like what are your top three lessons that you're taking away from 2020? What's the top three things you learned about yourself or any any lessons that the 2020 has taught you? Um top three lessons that you know you're taking away. Um what what what, what I learned mm -hmm. that I can as long as I outwork everybody, uh, there's not really much conversation about anything. I'm I'm staying busy. <laughs> you know, due to this COVID shit, I've always been busy, but like now, I'm dropping. Like I'm not holding shit. I used to uh, go to the studio, record songs, and just sit on them shits for a year or two. I'm letting everything fly. Now that I got a, I got a distribution deal. I get 100% of my distribution, and I can drop whenever the hell I want, and I can put it out. I can monetize my streams. I can get sponsors. I got so many sponsors. Um, I got a sponsorship with a skateboard company about to drop. I wasn't supposed to drop that, but uh, I got so much stuff going on. Um, the COVID didn't, only thing the COVID really did was affect my uh, my club promotion. Right. You know what I mean? Because we can't really club promote. But as far as the music, it didn't stop me from going to the studio. And then I social distancing anyway. I don't like people like that. You know what I'm saying? So I set the whole lab up at the crib. And then I got the lab at the lab, so I can go there and there. Just keep creating, keep creating, just keep working, keep dropping. Um, I think I'm gonna drop a tape, I think maybe Thursday or Friday. You see, you get another exclusive oh, right nice, here. Yes. I, don't know this, I don't know when this is gonna drop, but if you go on that Piff, um, I do a series where I drop beats. Uh, it's called Movies. 
So you type in Joey Dixon movies on datpiff, D-A-T-P-I-F-F dot com. Uh-huh. There's movies one, movies two, and movies three. And there's all beats that Sick. I produce. So Sick. the artist can go, instead of going to fucking YouTube and like purchasing your tracks today all over your beats, you can just have Joey Dixon is the greatest of all time. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, I'm just like trying to, um, I've always been just trying to help the artists and stuff. So I'm just trying to put more beats out. So I think I'm, I'm going to drop a whole new series. Um, I don't know. What should we call it? Give me an idea. For, your, for the movie series? Yeah, well, we got movies. We did movies one, movies two, and movies mm. three. So I don't know. I did Go Talk 1. Go Talk 2 is out now, and I'm going to drop another Go Talk, and I'm off of that. So, damn, that'll be nine projects in, like, six months. <laughs> damn! Damn! That's crazy. That's, I got wow, to respect bro. that. I got to respect that. Yeah. Yo, man, you like, how does that feel, bro, to be staying productive in this crazy-ass year? It's feeling good, right? Feels good? Um, it's feel good? me from putting my hands on people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a computer nerd. I sit on the computer and I'm always learning stuff. I've learned how to um, work a couple new programs during the COVID. So I got, I got some things. I'm going to put some projects out. Hope finally get that track together. That would be crazy. Yes, please. Let's can we can we make that happen off? Before? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's text each other and yeah, let's call yeah, you. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, I'm gonna I'm have to uh, get my bars up because you're no. like one of the goats out here. No, 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 no. Don't say that, Joey. Don't say that. Yeah. Yeah, Marlon D and Joey D. Oh my god. <laughs> Joey, you know what we gotta bring back? Uh, it's a special request from a fan of yours. We gotta bring back Joey Dixon TV. Okay. We got to bring that back. Maybe it's time for some new episodes for 2020, huh? Yeah, see, the problem is getting everybody on the same accord, man. I, be, I feel uh, you. Like, I wake up every day. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just drop us a whole new one. I'm like, okay, I got to get everybody. Like, I can't be the director, the, <laughs> the person. <laughs> and that's what it is because I'm a control freak. And if you I don't do be, it though. that way, nothing yeah. gets done. Right, my whole right. my whole career, my whole career, I've been in control of everything I've done. Everything has always been Joey Dixon Productions, with the exception of um, me working with the B Shots because I was like uh, a joint, uh, you know, projects. Because you know, I uh, produce a lot of artists and engineers. So when it comes to my content and my stuff, uh, I kind of feel like it has to be right now. When I do Joey Dixon TV this time, it has to be. Now it has to be different because due to the whole, you know, the pandemic or, you know what I mean? Just like the way it is, I have to figure out how I'm going to do it. I think what the next move is, I'm going to really start doing a, here's another exclusive. Uh, yeah, go. All the exclusive. go, 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 go. Yeah, same, um, same. like comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause you know I'm a I'm a I'm a funny guy. He's a he's he's a wild boy. He's a wild boy. He's a wild boy, Joey. So a lot of the concepts, bro. I have so many concepts and ideas, but I know if they're not shot right, I'm not gonna. It's just gonna get swept in the rug, under the rug. You know, they already don't want to tune in because it's like <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna give them no views. So I just want to make sure. Um, 
the content is shot right, you know, because I was shooting everything before. I learned about HD and um, sound and, you know, it's a lot that goes with that. It's not just grabbing a camera. And, like, you can't just pick up a camera and just go shoot it. Like, that dynamics of sound coming from different directions and when it, when that meshes on the cars and the horns beeping and all that shit like that. You have to make it a full production and that shit costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. You know what I mean? So it's like, I have to put the budget up, you know? So it's like, I got to get the right people on the team and maybe you could, maybe we could do something, you know what I mean? We'll sit down yeah, and put man. something together because I've always wanted to build a team with the camera stuff. I, I, I'm not the camera guy. I'm like... <laughs> I just did that, but um, yeah, I, re- I, 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 mean, I just do everything. Goddamn, he's thing, not man. the camera guy. But no, I'm not the camera lot, guy. But he shoots a lot of music videos, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. Like he shoots, a, he shoots a lot of music videos, and that's a whole other layer to his to his brand. And that's why I wanted to interview you, man. Like you do a lot of things and really good at multitasking, and that's that's what I respect. Like you're a work, you're a workaholic. You got work ethics. I fuck with that. Hey, you know? hey, and and here's the key to here's the key to all of that. Bro. You're a work I fuck with that. I respect. No, no, no. Here's here's the secret sauce to all of. Them. Right, right. No, here, here, here's the here's the gym right here. Mm-hmm. Here's Break, the, you ready for break it? Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Women <laughs> love a man <laughs> that works. <laughs> oh my god, Joey. Dixon. I like women. Joey Dixon, <laughs> rare form. So break that down for the women that that are listening right now. Break that I, down, Joey. I love women. You know, I be acting wild on my Facebook saying all kinds of wild crazy shit. But you crazy? Women, women respect a man that's working and and creating and doing their stuff like that. They don't feel like they got a babysitter. <laughs> They babysitting all these little rapper niggas out here. Ain't no bitch saying she can babysit me. I'm done. I'm booked and busy. Like, you know? and look, look, bro. That's how I bring go? all the women, all the all the ladies to come hang out with us. Come on, he's a wild boy, Joey. I appeal to the women, man. Whoever woke up and said, "Man, I want to make sure I go look good for the next nigga." Man, I'm trying to go hang out with some beautiful women on the, on the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's life, man. Keep it funky, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> sitting around here arguing with guys that don't even wash their socks two times a week. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Joey Dixon in true fashion, yo. Um, am, 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 am I wilding? Or, I mean, like, for real. The real would understand it, but see, then that's what gets me in trouble. Though I say shit like that, so so all the guys that don't wash their socks two times a week, now nah, they have funk with me. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm just saying, uh, I love women, man. <laughs> women, <laughs> women love seeing a guy that works. <laughs> is that know? is that right? They they, they want to see us kind of busy. Is, is that what you're saying? They want to see us busy. Yeah. That's how it Come goes. Come on, man. Word up, word up, word up. I, I, Look, now we now we going to a whole another. Oh look. no! I, I thought you had to go see paper. Thought, hey, look, look, look! Go we ahead. got the go studio times. We got the studio all night. It's like we got, <laughs> okay. we got time. The, the got conversation time. now. The podcast really begins. Now, now the podcast really now, now the okay. podcast really begins. Okay, go. Hey, n- n- Martin, 
we call this the edit point. Okay, right, so right. make that time know the timestamp. Okay. Good, good, good. Dear go ahead, go ahead. fellas, let oh. me give you some free game. <laughs> this is okay. It begins. Go. The podcast starts now. Go. You can't be ugly and <laughs> bored. Oh my! <laughs> you gotta pick a struggle. Oh my god! See, I don't have no hairline, right? <laughs> so I know the hairline joke is gonna fly. But I'm an outwork nigga, so <laughs> no. I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> no. no, that's crazy. No, no, no. But on the flip side, like, right, right, like, like we, like, like we men talking right now. So like, like, oh, right. she cute. She, she focused. She got her head on right. her shoulders. She right, right, right. Dressed up nice. Okay, now you got the total opposite. And I'm not gonna stereotype and like throw no no tag. Someone that just doesn't do any of that and they just look tacky and horrible. Which one are you gonna gravitate towards? Of course, the one where they got their shit together. So, do I look like I got my shit together or no? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> These niggas don't got their shit together. <laughs> you know, what's, you know what's funny about workaholics? Sometimes we don't even like notice that we do got our shit together. I mean. Of course, it can never be perfect, but you know, sometimes we don't even, we're, we're such a workaholic that we don't even stop and think. We just kind of keep going. So sometimes we don't, we don't, it, we don't get, not to cut you off, we don't get appreciated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, don't, it doesn't feel like we're thinking about it too much. We just keep going. There's not too much time to celebrate, right? It just keeps life, Some, life keeps sometimes going. Sometimes you just want to come home and have your girl be like, Joy Dixon. You were fucking dope. <laughs> Let me give you some bop real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh I say that in the most respectful as way. Right. Vice versa, though. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Your woman, she working hard all day. You know what I mean? Come, come put the fine ass right here on the couch and let me rub your feet. Uh, right, you know right. I mean? up, I'm a real up. nigga. I can say that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I rub my bitch's feet. That's why you niggas don't got no women. You know what I mean? They can't. So the, the moral the- of the story is. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I like go women. Ahead, go ahead. And I don't appease to these niggas. So everything I do. It's to always make myself look good. If you look at the comments on my Facebook and my social media and my Twitter, there's no guys on there. <laughs> go do go do a social experiment about that as soon as you get off. You can be like, yo, he's right. I don't talk to these guys. Oh my god, Joey Dixon in rare form, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey yo, bro. Hey look, now I'm roasting. Now, these, now the podcast these, begins. Now the podcast really starts. Oh no, we 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 oh we was already potting. <laughs> these guys punch each other in the nuts and like smash beers over their heads and shit like that. I don't got time for shit like that. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to take pictures of the, a baby hanging off of the Bellagio. You know what I mean? Because yeah, come on, life is a little different. <laughs> When you, when you put your when you put your, your standards up there a little different. He's a wild he's a wild boy. Hey, I'm telling you, man. Hey, look, they can soak a little bit of game up. We should do like a master class on this shit. It's really easy. <laughs> we gotta do a part. We gotta do a part two, definitely with Joey Dixon. We definitely oh, gotta do a part man. two because I think I think today was get to know who you are as an artist, broadcast it to the you know to the people listening, and your I, I felt like your beginnings and your 
you know, the journey, the way it begins is very important to an artist. I'm always interested in that. How did someone begin this, you know? But like, yeah. I'm really proud of you, dog, of everything you're doing, man. Thank you for your time, for giving me some great content, bro. I really appreciate it for being vulnerable and sharing your story. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- uh-huh. Part, we're gonna have to do some editing on this. They're gonna kill me on this. <laughs> no, no. They're like, your boy is fading. No. <laughs> you know, I and I apologize for the technical difficulties, uh, Joey and everybody listening. No, they, they won't even know about the technical difficulties. We just make it sound good. We just drop an air horn. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the edit point, baby. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but nah, they can hear at this point. But you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I am who I am. Uh, win, lose, or draw. I love you, bro. You, you're on to something and I I see this growing because I remember when I started my uh uh-huh. uh when I was I think I was doing it on like Spreaker or something like that I forgot uh-huh. what it was called and then they started putting it on iHeartRadio and I started getting like like how Joe Buttons yeah was, yeah yeah I was getting I was getting like people like trying to bring me into their networks For and shit like that and I just wasn't with the whole the whole politics of the shit and I was I was I was low key done. You know what I mean? I could have learned a lot more by just um listening, but I didn't wanna just sell myself for a couple hundred thousands of dollars because <clears throat> when podcasting was starting and we were doing this oh, yeah. shit like radio and You were doing like it that, early. Oh, Joey. we were getting dumb shit. Yo, Joey, Bro, you were Joey, everybody tuning in right now, Joey Dixon was doing this really early and I was always like, man, I wanted to do that. And you inspired me too, bro. Like you also inspired me to take some risk. And that's why I, I fuck with you, you know, like a real workaholic that can really multitask all, all the tricks of the trade in the business. And you got, no, I got nothing but respect for that. So, go. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off, but keep going. No, nah, no. Nah, uh, to, to add to your point, yeah, you just got to have, um, you just got to do it, bro. Um, a lot of people won't believe in you, but a lot of people will. Thank you, sir. Like, Thank you. I, 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 I respect people because, like, when I seen that you went to Apple like that, I already knew how that was because I went from just doing it on a little app and a little hole in the wall yeah. to just like you're going nothing but you're going nothing but up. Like Thank your you. views get big and you start monetizing and then you start getting ads, then you start getting headaches, <laughs> and then you start having people like, Oh my god, why can't you get me on the show? It's like cause you don't fit with our shit and then you have to start like not letting people on your shit like <laughs> after i get on your show oh yeah <laughs> these are like facts. you let this whack-ass nigga come in here after joey <laughs> it's gonna be great oh man and i really res- they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna listen just to hate on it <laughs> and you know what whatever it takes to get that click right whatever it takes for them to stream it uh that 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 that's that's the point you don't need to sell yourself like short for a click right 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 you just tell our story just be but i mean that's how this that's why i stopped doing podcasting and shit because they was trying to tell me oh do this and do that i'm like wait a minute i run my shit my own way well <laughs> yeah. then we're gonna start well we're gonna start uh <laughs> manipulating this shit i was like you know what i don't even need to do this shit for real you know right? I mean? that's what made me really stop doing it because i was getting approached by like the companies that were um like the the parent companies, yeah. you know what I mean. Like once iHeart and them start putting my content out and shit, 
It was like, oh, this nigga is talking crazy and he's got all these followers and shit. <laughs> How are we going to monetize off of this? Okay, well, let's give him a check and make him sign over everything. I was like, uh, I was just doing this to preoccupy time. I'll take my check. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I respect. I respect you know I mean? the word. Uh huh. Yeah, man, we want to wear. I really want to get into like sports casting. Yeah, like that. I'm a sports guy, man. I don't care about like I love hip hop and rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the little the little little petty minuscule shit, all the little the select outrage and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Like if I feel some way about, fuck how you feel. Who the fuck you pull up? We'll fight. If I lose, oh well. <laughs> you know I stood up for what I believe in. I don't win all my fights. But I'm a I'm a real person, you know what I mean? And I stand on what I stand on. So Matt respect. No big wig. You know? Yeah. Get your money, bro. Get your money. Make sure you monetize everything. Thanks, Joey. For sure. I feel you, bro. I, I, I'm listening. I'm definitely listening. I, I'm, I've definitely been peeping the mon- the mon- uh, monetization game in this podcast. Uh, it's a trip. It's the, the whole thing is a trip. Like, the way this shit works, like, wow, it's a trip, bro. But I really, I really appreciate you for taking the time, man. I know you're a busy guy. And ladies and gents, like, he, he took some time off to just really chop it up with me. And I, I'm glad. I, yeah, because I told you, know? you this interview was, I, I asked him. Like, <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. I'm like, so how long does these, these interviews usually go? He's like, about an hour. I'm like, bro. I got a cool 20 minutes for you. I'm in an hour and a half talking big shit. And we about to do part two. <laughs> and like part two is going to get really good. Because we we scratched, oh, we scratched the surface today on what was about to really, uh, you know, but. We wasn't even supposed to be recording today. <laughs> I know. It was supposed to be Sunday, oh. but Joey's a real one for like, you know what? Let's do it right now. We got time. But um, I'm over here having a, a whole ass headache, like doing IT computer work. Oh, stuff. no. To everybody yeah. tuning in, yeah. all my hip hop heads out there, yeah. I want you to check out Go Talk One and Go Talk Two now out all uh, pla- all streaming platforms: Apple Music, Spotify. Search Joey Dixon. He got some singles. It's on title. It's on title. Title. And he got some singles yeah, out we, besides the album. He got some singles out there too. Um, yeah. And we got a. I got a. I got some. I just want to make this announcement. I got some exclusive stuff dropping on title um, with Rock Nation uh, at the beginning of the year. So we're, we're like working out there, yeah. But I've always been, I've always been seeing title. I didn't really like Apple too much. Another exclusive, Spot. another Joey Dixon. They, was, they, they're not really for the artists. Title is, uh, title is really for the artists and stuff. And you know, I'm a I'm Kanye and Hove. I'm gonna be sitting next to them in a minute. So just, <laughs> you know, just, just be patient. Just work with me. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got the skateboard stuff coming up. Uh, Paper Pat album coming out. Shots of Paper Pat. Shots of Paper Pat. Yeah. Fire D's, Joy Dixon, Kush Club. We got so many projects. The only thing that's holding them up is me sitting down in the studio and creating the content and putting it out. And um, I'm too busy eating chicken wings and Taco El Gordo every other day. (laughs) 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 I I I gotta get a manager. So if there's any managers out there that, that put buckle me down and put me on the schedule, make me get up at six in the morning and do all these things. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's gonna get done on my time. But nah, I appreciate you, fam. Joey Dixon, thank you so much for dropping gems and sharing your story. This is the, <laughs> another episode of MD Podcast. 
Thank you to everybody. What episode is this? Three? This will be seven. Seven? Oh shit. I, I'm gonna oh, drop okay. three I'm gonna drop three and four this week and five and six next week. But if you want me to drop it sooner, Joey, I can't. Don't even trip. Yeah, we're I gonna can... have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to slide this in. Alright, yeah. alright. No, for well, sure. Well for my sure. favorite number is three, so you already got three ready? Uh yeah, yeah but I can do you six. Don't even trip. I can do you six. No, nah, I hate the numbers. <laughs> Let's do like like a. Uh, uh... Don't even trip. I'll I'll, I'll squeeze you. Yeah, in for we'll, sure. we'll, yeah, we'll do a, a special. Like I want them to know the date so they can tune in. Those numbers are gonna go crazy. I'm telling you. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna probably drop it. Yeah. I'm gonna we'll, drop it. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop it this week. I'm gonna drop it this week, bro. Let me yeah, edit this, alright? Yeah, we got we yeah we gotta pick a day to where you gotta look at the algorithm, sir. Like when people are off of work and stuff. Like, but we'll talk about that. I can't get it. <laughs> can't get it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. Right. You know, people are up at like six in the morning and they go jump on their phone and to hear that thing. Oh, alright, word so, up. So I'm gonna holler at you, dude. Let me let me edit this, Joey. Let me edit this. All right. And then, uh, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, blessing us uh, with the stories, man. I appreciate you, bro. Joey Dixon, prosper- go talk out now. Shout out to the Dixon family. I love y'all. San Diego, stand up. 619. Have a good, pro- have a good prosperous 2020, man. Much Paradise love. Paradise Hills. Whoop. Peace, peace.